As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Listening to the number one Chicago Bears podcast, unrivaled, unmatched, and unequal. Hogan Johns covering the Bears from CHGO. It's Adam Ho, and from the Athletic, it's Adam Johns. Together, they're the Adams. The Adams converge. The consummate pros. The incomparable Hogan Johns. What's up? Welcome in, Hogan Johns, with you late in the week as uh, the Bears keep signing offensive linemen. Well, Are we officially on Ryan Bates' watch? Is there such a thing? Yes. Bates' watch. Bates' watch. Good show back in the day. Oh, that was a different show. Um, Yeah. No, this is uh, this is a, this is where the Bears are at. They're going after restricted free agents from Buffalo who have four starts in their career. And the fans are excited. <laughs> I mean, I've heard good things, but I hate being the wet blanket guy, but the guy... <laughs> Has played a lot of fo- he's played a lot of football. Hasn't started a lot of games. Makes you wonder why the Bills aren't resigning him or they're letting him test the market this way. But here we are. The Bears need help. They need guys. They got yeah. what fifty four players under contract. They need bodies. They need players. They need linemen. They have fifty four right now. I think it was fifty four. That was Kevin's oh. number. I'm Fish surprised it's that high. I think uh, there's a few contracts left. Unfiled, mm. so the official number is lower, but by our count, they're at fifty-four players. So they could field the team on Sunday if they needed. needed to. Okay, if needed. <laughs> yeah, not a practice squad, but they're get, they're getting there. They are getting there. I just let's keep expectations. I think realistic a little bit. You don't want to sign like twenty-five undrafted free agents. Well, I was already thinking about the fact that when we get. To you know, OTAs, minicamp. It is going to be a young group of players we're watching. Like, because how much of this roster is going to end up getting filled by undrafted free agents and rookie tryout players? I mean, if I'm a if I'm a draft prospect right now, is not sure I'm getting drafted. I'd certainly 
want to get to know Chicago Bears right now. I, I do wonder if Ryan Poles is going to continue what Ryan Pace did with rookie minicamp. Rookie minicamp under Ryan Pace eventually just became this gigantic tryout of guys. The list got longer and longer every single year. A bunch of players came in in various positions. I, I think Ryan Poles should do the same. Got a lot yeah. of holes to fill. <laughs> yeah, like you said, there's a lot. I mean, there's 90 roster spots in the offseason, so they got a ways to go to get there. That's so what's the lot. math say? 36. 36 players. Yeah. 36. Again, not, not a math major, but as we've established. Uh, welcome in. Adam Hogue, Adam Johns here with you. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. You can read Johnsy on The Athletic, theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. I am on CHGO Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, please do all chgo.com. You can also, if you're not, if you're not familiar with this podcast being on YouTube, there's also that option, the Hogan Johns YouTube channel. Please check it out. Please hit subscribe. We appreciate you doing that as uh, YouTube continues to give us kind of a newer audience that we really appreciate in this past calendar year. Uh, anybody who has been listening for a little bit knows that every once in a while we put together a Q and a episode and we are taking it to the next level, especially if you're watching on YouTube today, because uh, Johnsy put out the tweet asking for your questions. And our producer, Kent, has got those questions ready, and he's going to be popping them up onto the screen here if you're watching on YouTube. And of course, if you're not, if you're just listening to the podcast, we will obviously read the questions out loud so you can still hear what we're talking about. Um, and also, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, we don't know what's coming. Yeah, it's a little bit of a surprise today. Um, I think there was more than 100 replies. Whew. I have no idea what's heading our way. You have that many followers on Twitter? <laughs> I guess. I'm a likable guy. No, you are. You are. Uh, and if you want to check out our merch, obviousshirts.com. I got the hoodie on today, the big bright orange bear hoodie. Love it. I feel like it's popping more like on the screen. I don't know. It's sweet. Obviousshirts.com. Check it all out. We got the hats. Good for the summer. All that stuff is coming. All right. So, should we dive in? Like John Z said, we do not know what's coming here. Kent, fire away. You want me to read them? Sure. This is from Robert. Does the lack of established offensive free agent signings show a lack of faith in Fields? Justin Fields. Drafting a wide receiver in the second round doesn't move the needle either. Miami is giving Tua weapons. Fields has nothing. They'll know about Tua after 2022. What will the Bears find out about Fields? Well, find out how much he can do with not much around him. Which did not go well as a rookie. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm with you on the genesis of this question. Like, you know, will, will the Dolphins regret spending some of that money? Probably. But have they surrounded Tua with a pretty decent supporting cast to let him shine? And I would say elite? better than pretty decent. I'd say pretty darn good and fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got speed. He's certainly got Tyreek Hill. He changes J the game himself. And they already had Waddle on that team who's Waddle, not Tom Waddle. Waddle, not Tom Waddle, Jalen Waddle, a lot faster Waddle. Uh, he's there, and, and they... Waddle, Waddle. But Teron Armstead there at left tackle, so... And they signed uh, another guard, Connor... Connor Williams? Williams, yes. It, it, so they put... 
they've done what Bears fans have been asking for. And I guess this is my my fear is like whatever they're trotting out there with Justin Fields, it's not going to allow them to get the full evaluation that they want to get. Unless he goes off and shines without all that stuff, then you're feeling pretty good about it. Feeling fantastic. But I get that this is a difficult predicament for, for Ryan Poles. He can't buy his way out of trouble. Some of the free agent wide receivers aren't exactly top-tier receivers. You're going to always overpay in free agency. But at the same time, you got to provide for your quarterback. You have to. And they simply, I know they're going to do more. I know we're trying to be patient, but patience doesn't always pay off. It just doesn't. Not in the NFL when you have to be aggressive sometimes, as you see every single day, it seems like, in the NFL, teams being aggressive to improve their teams. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. By the way, uh, right before we got started here on this podcast, Marquez Valdez-Scantling agreed to terms with the Kansas City Chiefs, Ryan Pulse's old team. Yes. Think about this. So the Chiefs have been discussing trades for Tyreek Hill for some time now. And they felt it better to sign Juju Smith-Schuster and Valdez-Scanling over their number three or number four guy last year, Byron Pringle, who only got a one-year deal with the Bears. So what does that actually tell you about how the Chiefs feel about Pringle? That's a fair point. Seriously. Yeah, because Juju got a one-year deal, more money. Scantling got a... MVS, they gave him a three-year deal, like $36 million. 30 mil, yeah. Ooh. But their fourth-leading receiver... Fifth, depending on what you're looking at. Wasn't worth another contract? Yeah, especially when he didn't cost all that much. That's a good point. Something to think about. Good point. All right, let's get to the next question. Ryan Pace, this is from TJ. Ryan Pace always filled the starting 25 before the draft and then supplemented it with the draft. Helps avoid reaching for need. Do you think polls will roll into the draft with holes still in the starting lineup? Is this even common in the league? Yeah. Um, I guess that's mostly true that they had starters. I mean, they had guys who could start. <laughs> yeah. But did they have like legitimate pro bowlers, all pros, or even decent starters? Not all the time. No. But I think Ryan Pace did spend money in free agency to eliminate feeling pressed to move on in need in the draft. I think he did that quite often. Yeah. Right now, you got holes at cornerback, right guard. Uh, we're out. Num- number two receiver, number three receiver. Safety. Safety. Could even argue slot corner. That's some holes. Um, no, that's a good point. Uh, I think he will roll into the draft with holes still in the starting lineup. <laughs> and is this common in the league? Yeah, for teams like the Bears and the Jets and the Jaguars and the... <laughs> and I don't know who else we want to put in that category. Giants. I mean, for teams who are not very good, yes. Next. This is from, what does that say? 
Ringer of Brain? Yep. From Ringer of Brain. Is there any reasonable chance for the Bears to package their two second-round picks to move into the first round with a chance to get Chris Olave? Would you do it? Yeah, it's... Well, this is tough because this is where the trades have... The trades around the league have hurt the Bears, especially the Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill trades. Because now you have teams with multiple picks before the Bears who need a wide receiver. And I just don't see any way Olave makes it to where the Bears are picking. So take those two second-round picks to move up. Is that even enough? Um, I think I probably would not do it because I think you just have so many holes to fill if anything, I'd still try to move back a little bit if I can. Like if the if the top wide receivers are targeting, go to Green Bay, go to Kansas City, go to Philadelphia, like wherever these these receivers go, and then maybe that's a reason to to move back to the next tier of wide receivers, acquire more picks, and try to fill all those needs. That as our last question established, there are probably going to be a lot of needs going into the draft. I think at 39, you're looking at very good receivers, potential starters. Some of those teams in the first round are going to take receivers and miss on those guys. Mm-hmm. Players pan out for different reasons. But I think at 39, you're still looking at some very good wide receivers. And then at 48, maybe the same. Plus the offensive linemen, it's a deep year for offensive guards. Keep the picks, take a receiver, take a lineman, and move on. Yeah, because, like, even as much as I like Chris Olave, like, I'm not necessarily expecting him to be a number one wide receiver. You know, he ran fast the combine, but he didn't necessarily test explosively in some of the other drills. And, like, my expectations, I know I've talked a lot about Chris Olave, but I've always more put him in the category of Terry McLaurin also came from Ohio State. Another guy, to me, just when I watch these guys, just get open. And I think Olave is probably a little bit faster, maybe have a little bit of a higher ceiling. But, and by the way, Terry McLaurin still really good. Like, that's a, that's a receiver you'd want to have. But, so, is that worth trading two second-round picks just to get up and get a guy? Uh, no, no, it's not. I don't know, because, like, a guy like David Bell from Purdue could be available later on and I like him a lot too kind of in that same tier of guys that's just going to be really solid dependable wide receivers not necessarily you know the top wideouts in the league recent draft history shows you can find very good receivers in the second and third round yes it does I believe Cooper Cup is a third rounder not saying you're finding the next Cooper Cup but I'm saying it's been done remember when the Bears coach Cooper Cup in the uh, senior bowl senior bowl yes that happened and I think they drafted Adam Shaheen that year. That happened. Who wasn't at the Senior Bowl, I believe. No. Next. No. This is from Ryan. Looking back at the Mac trade when they traded for him, what did the Bears? Why did the Bears give up so many firsts compared to recent trades of Devonte Adams and Tyreek Hill only giving up one each? Uh comp- I mean they're. It's a different position. Elite pass rushers are right behind quarterback 
on the pe- on the pecking order. Um, and at the time, like I would argue that those two wide receivers are top, definitely you know like two of the best wide receivers in football right now. But are they two of the best players in the entire entire NFL? Like. You're still putting a lot of quarterbacks ahead of them. Whereas Cleo Mack, you got to go back to when they traded for Cleo Mack. You could have argued he was the best defensive player in the entire game. And he played a pass, pass rushing position. So that's why. Well said. Next. This is from, what does that say? Morka Killer? Morka Killer? Yeah. From Morka Killer. Would you rather have drafted Rashawn Slater at number 11 or Christian Derrissaw at 20 and have Baker Mayfield today or Justin Fields in our current O-line? I like Fields, but sign me up for Mayfield in the left tackle tonight. Fields. Done. Fields, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, like Rashawn Slater, Rashawn Slater is going to be a really good left tackle for a long time in the league, and that would have certainly solved that problem. But, I mean, this stuff with Baker... I mean, look at the Indianapolis Colts. They could have gone and gotten Baker Mayfield, who's younger, and you could argue still has upside, and they're like, nah, let's go get Matt Ryan, who's close to retiring, even though they just went through that with Phillip Rivers a couple years ago. You know, so... uh, The Seahawks are going to see this out with Drew Locke. Yeah. If that's really how that plays out, that shows you a lot about what Baker Mayfield's reputation is around the league right now. It's not good. So no. To answer your question, I will always take the the better, the more better, more promising quarterback, even with the understanding that yeah, it's still possible Justin Fields doesn't work out. But I'll I would still take Fields in that situation. Like, haven't the Browns had a really good offensive line the past few years? Yeah. Yeah. Look what you get, and he's had some good receivers there too. I, I think the body of work right now for Baker Mayfield is disconcerting. It just is. It's not good, that's for sure. All right, Kent, what's next? This is from Dylan Day. Under Ryan Poles, do you think we will ever sign a superstar again? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Superstars in yeah. quotations. Seems he wants to prove it. Seems he wants to prove it, guys, rather than... Well, seems he wants prove it, guys, rather than known commodities. The Rams seem to make that work last year. Why not us? Do those glasses you wear work? Sometimes. Okay, just make sure. <laughs> I don't increase the size of the font. <laughs> no, I got you. Uh, look, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put, like, this round of free agency in like a projection of what it'll be for the next five years, especially when you consider all the cap space created for next year. Um, so I think that's just approach right now. And so will he ever sign a superstar? I don't, you know, whatever that means. Yeah, I think eventually there'll come a time, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be right now. And, and the Rams are just such an outlier in how to do business. Let's just be real about this. In terms of trading first-round picks, in terms of being a desirable destination, having a young coach who has an offensive system that works, but he can also handle everything that's in front of him as a, as a young head coach. Forget being the offensive mind, but a head coach. 
a coach who everybody wants to play for. The Rams are just a unique situation just in terms of being a place where players want to be. Beyond the money, it's everything on the table for them. Yeah, but I'll give them credit for creating that, you know. And, you know, I think the draft pick conversation is a little bit different from some of the free agent conversation. Like, they've done a good job of finding creative ways to bring in superstar talent that hasn't, again, I'm separating, like, the draft picks. But even in the situation where they traded for Von Miller, like, they got the Broncos to pay for that. And then look at the contract Von Miller just got from the Bills. Oh, taking a chance on Odell Beckham. You know, I don't know if those types of moves make sense right now for the Bears. I would argue that a one-year flyer on a guy like DJ Chark, who's certainly not a superstar, but that's the type of move I do do think makes sense for your young quarterback right now that the Bears seem unwilling to do. But, yeah, I hope they get to the point where they're able to... Because the, the other side of that, Johns, obviously the Rams are an outlier, but how many teams, like keep trying to follow the Patriots model. And how many teams does that actually work out for besides the Patriots? Not many. True. So that's the other side of the coin, I think. Okay. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Next. This is from Matt. Are we going to get an updated review discussion pod of Adam Hogue's catching up on all the Marvel content since last summer? Where do you stand in all this? So does that, this is where I'm a little confused. Is this referring to all the shows that are on Oh, that's part of the package now. That that is 100% in play. Because I'm all caught up on the movies. Except for, wasn't there one or two that came out this year? No Way Home, the big one. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Fantastic movie. Wasn't there a Black Widow movie too? There was a Black Widow movie. I didn't watch that. Disney Plus. It's not okay. I could watch that. Um. Well, I guess the answer to this question is no, because I haven't watched. I really haven't watched any of it. To be honest with you, I don't have time. How do you not have time? How do I have time, but you don't have time? I don't know. You. I don't know. So I, I, I watch it with, with my oldest son. I watch all the, the Marvel shows. It's like our things on Saturday morning. Okay. Before all the sports begin, before we're running from basketball game to soccer game to whatnot. A cup of coffee, turn on uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What else is there? WandaVision, 
all those shows, even the Star Wars ones. That's our, our Saturday morning routine. Yeah, see, I don't know if James is just still too young for that or just doesn't really care about it that much, but he doesn't care. Not into it. That sounds great. Yeah. Maybe we'll get there eventually. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't really have an update for you there. I'll I'll try to get on it. If the Chicago media, this is from is that say Ferris? If the Chicago media, you love that I can't read the the Twitter handles. I think you like that. You must be like on a you must have a really small screen. Yeah, I think okay. that's what it is. Because it is it is small, but I have like a big monitor in front of me, so I yeah, can I read it. I can start reading them if you want me to. No, it's all right. You're good. Okay. You're good. Yeah. If the Chicago media had to run the Bears, who would be the GM, head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator? Obviously, Hull would run the special teams. Mm. That's a good question. Um, first of all, I think the Bears would be screwed. <laughs> Especially on special teams. Come on. Uh, you already got Cairo Santos and Patrick Scales. How, car, how hard can this be? I'd be, hold, I'd be having holder tryouts for the last three days, that's for sure. Making sure that that's all taken care of. Man, this is hard. What do you think? Well, I'm obviously the general manager. Okay. I mean, come on. Now we're screwed. So who would I hire as GM? I, I You know I would hire as like... My director of like we'll call it football analytics slash fun facts was Kevin Fishbane. Is that a is that an NFL position? He's the got director, facts. The director of analytics and fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to have fun with this or not? No, yeah, we are. <laughs> but many of us, I, I will say this: you would be surprised at how many of the beat writers that you read, watch, listen to, all that stuff actually coach sports yes you and i do kevin fishbane coach traveled baseball for a long long time brad biggs was involved dan weeder is now involved um patrick finley attends games (laughs) (laughs) but i'm serious (laughs) he attends games (laughs) i think he helped his son in t-ball but a lot of us are uh coach dads dad coaches uh, my son used to call me Coach Daddy. Coach Daddy. During baseball. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go up to my son when I coach him in baseball. I'm like, this is not your dad talking. This is Coach Adam now talking to you. Because it's, it's, it can be hard for the the son or daughter of a coach to differentiate between mm-hmm. the two. Like Coach Daddy, merging of two worlds. So the, the criticism isn't coming from dad, it's coming from coach sometimes. The constructive criticism you try to give, to, at least I try to give to, to my sons about certain sports, whether it's flag football or baseball now. Yeah. Um, all right, you could be the GM. Okay. Uh, can we can we bring in, like, can we include, like, former players who are technically in the media in this? You would hire Holen Kruitz. I said Holen. Yeah, who's Holen? <laughs> you would hire Olin Cruz in a second, wouldn't you? Uh, he could be the offensive coordinator. Why not head coach? Uh, oh, oh, he's going to bring it to you in your next <laughs> podcast after he listens to this. Because yeah, I can't hype him up too much, you know? Still got to keep him. He's got to earn that. 
Here, here's a question. <laughs> here's a question for you. Of of all the players that we've covered, yeah, who would make the best coaches? Not just 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 in general, maybe position, maybe coordinator, maybe head coach. Of all the guys that we've covered, who do you think could be a good head coach or any coach at this level? Well, I have to name Jason McKee because he already is a really good head coach. So he could be he could be my head coach. Okay. Um, other players that we've covered. What does it actually say that not too many of the Bears players are coaches? Well, I feel like Lance Briggs has talked about this because there's been interest in him mm-hmm. returning to some capacity. It's just a hard life. It's a different lifestyle. Sure. It's the hours. It's, it's different for a player. Players put in long hours, but coaches, that's a whole different world. Yeah. Um, but there's guys like Reggie Wayne going back and coaching nowadays. He's in the Colts staff now, isn't he? Yeah. Wes Welker's coaching. I don't know. Who would be there, the DC? There, there's a backup quarterback now who's coaching somewhere that was on the Bears. Uh... Well, Josh McCown was almost the head coach of the Houston Texans, so that's a start. <laughs> the Texans. <laughs> Next question, Kent. Yeah. Oh. Jay from the Shy. Lou Malnati's is the best pizza in Chicago. Tell me why you agree. So we're not allowed to disagree. I'm more into the the mom and pop shops of Chicago tavern style pizza myself. Yeah, square cut, thin crust. Square cut, thin crust, which is, in my opinion, true Chicago style pizza. Now, I'm one of the Chicagoans who actually eats deep dish quite, you say, frequently, especially mm-hmm. like during Lent. We get the the spinach deep dish from Lou's all the time. A lot of Fridays. Yeah, well, and when it is deep dish, I agree. That's what I go for at Lou Malnati's. Uh, but I'll give, is it the best pizza in Chicago? I don't know. I'll give a shout-out to Moretti's, though, for the tavern-style pizza you're talking about. Can't go wrong with that. No. Yeah. A lot of places to choose from in Chicago. If you want a list... Reach out to me on uh, Twitter. I got a bunch. Ooh, now I want to see like a top 10 list here. Top 10? Yeah. Okay. All right. What else you got, Kent? Oh, that might be it. Oh. Oh, Rob. I don't like like this one. Whose idea was it to put Hogue before John's in the podcast title? The Alphabet's idea. Yes, that and you were the originator, the founder. Yeah. I'll give you that credit. I have to say, though, like, truthfully, like, it wasn't even like a... I don't think I spent half a second thinking about that. Just what it is. Hogan Johns. Now, you could argue that it would have been better the other way around for an abbreviation standpoint, but... (laughs) (laughs) But you know, you know, you live and learn, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can't just have H, H and J merchandise. H and J merchandise. Yeah, the H J pod. 
Yes. I'm surprised that people don't actually like bring that up more. I feel like early on they did, but it's now they're wanted. now they definitely are since I brought it. Back yes, up. now people are going to bring it up all the time. Yeah. At one point, everybody wondered why it wasn't called the two Adams. The two Adams. Mm. I mean, we could have done something like that. I thought Adam and Adam sounded okay. The two Adams pod. There's a lot of podcast names out there these days. There probably is not a two Adams pod. There might be another pod with two Adams. Maybe there is. I don't know. Probably shouldn't say that. There's no other Hogan Johns podcast. I know that. So maybe that's why we did it like that. Damn straight. How about that? Um, I don't know how many more questions we have left, but I know we got a. I think we got a couple more. Oh, back to football. This is from Kane. Does the Chiefs system really work? We keep pulling guys from them. Nagy pulls, but does their system work? Poles has been under multiple GMs, but there's been a reason. It's multiple. Why would the Chiefs be without Mahomes? What would the Chiefs be with? Where would the Ch- I can't read today. Where would the Chiefs be without Mahomes? Look at their moves. Bad drafts, bad free agency signings, bad moves. Um, they were a playoff team, like a perennial playoff team with Alex Smith as their quarterback. Yeah, I'd, I guess I yeah I I take exception to that a little bit that it's just Mahomes like they had already been in the playoffs. I mean they the, they drafted Kelsey, they drafted Tyreek Hill. I mean those are legitimate All Pro first team All All Pro players, maybe the best at their positions. Yeah, and I'd argue they did a pretty good job of supplementing that defense and. Um, and remember, they the Bears hired Matt Nagy for what he really did with Alex Smith. Not Matt Patrick Mahomes had played one game at that point, you know. So I, I think, and I and I also think like Ryan Poles wasn't brought here because of the Chiefs anything. I just think he happened to be on the list of rising executives that impressed the most in the. Pre-draft. I don't. I don't think there's technically anything that they're chasing specifically from the Chiefs. Whereas Matt Nagy was different. Like Matt Nagy was definitely like, here's an offense that's working. You know, Andy Reid disciple. This is what we're going. This is what we want to do for Mitch Trubisky, and it just didn't work out. I, Ryan, I, I, I think this polls thing is just more of a coincidence that he's coming from Kansas. Yeah. City. Yeah. Ryan Pace specifically cited the success that coaches from the Andy Reid tree had when Matt Nagy was hired. Mm-hmm. Didn't turn out that way for various reasons. Some of those guys, I think, had more experiences elsewhere before working with the Andy Reid or even after Andy Reid. So. And Doug Peterson would have been an example of that, who did go on to win the Super Bowl like weeks after the Bears hired Nagy. Correct. Correct. So that was part of it. But I, I think you're right in terms of it being coincidence. Just like it's a coincidence they hired another Ryan and Matt. Or is it? Mm. Or is it? I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on sports? I've never really given much thought to sports, Adam Rosen. Like the like the fork, spoon fork thing? Yes. I like hate slight, those like, like Sporky from um, Toy oh, Story. Yeah. I know who Sporky is. Um, yeah, I don't like them. I don't like plastics. 
utensils to begin with. What if you... They break. The knives break when you're cutting like a steak and you're... Yeah, well, first of all, you shouldn't be cutting a steak with a plastic knife. Correct. Like, what are you doing? Well, if we had a big barbecue, no one's ushering out... I am. I'm still bringing the steak knives out for you. Just to your, like, random barbecues you go to, you just bring knives? If I ever hand you a steak with a plastic (laughs) knife, please throw the steak back at my face. (laughs) I give you permission to do that. I I look forward to being invited over to your house when you make steaks. Uh, it's happened before. Yeah. More recently than I've been invited to your house. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, sporky. All right. That was a good fun one to end on. I like that. I gotta. I guess I gotta get back in the Marvel stuff. I did watch the first episode of, of Loki. I feel like it's a very important show in the the timeline of things. Kent's asking if you watched the the book of Boba Fett. Don't it's even also, know. What, I don't know what that is. It's Star Wars show. Yeah, very I'm out good. on Star Wars. I would say that the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is my favorite of the Marvel shows. I think I like that one. Good. I think I would like that one. I think I'd like both of those. I just got to yeah. actually have time to start watch. Like the shows are even more an investment than the movies. Oh yeah, <sighs> I'm Some still trying like to... six to ten episodes. There's just too much out there. Like I started watching Winning Time, the new Lakers show on HBO. Really, really, really liked the first episode, and then really, really hated the second one. Now you're done. No, I watched the third. It was a little bit better. It just, it just came to like a screeching halt, and like the cool way that they film it, which is like an Adam McKay thing. Um, I don't know. It kind of gets actually annoying by the second episode. Uh, Kent is throwing this in the private chat. Someone asked us what our favorite football movie is and shows are. Uh, favorite football movie. Well, show is easy answer. Friday Night Lights. I go back and go, you can Google probably Adam Hogue Friday Night Lights and you'll see my rankings that I wrote during the pandemic. Right after I started at NBC Sports Chicago, and we had nothing to write about because the whole world shut down, I did uh, power rankings of the Friday Night Lights ca- characters. See, we did reviews of food on The Athletic. Mm. Um, remember the Titans? Invincible. Um, Waterboy. The, the Waterboy's hilarious. The, re- the replacements. Um. Here's a funny story. Like right now on my television is that Sean Payton movie with what's his name? Um, oh yeah, uh, with Paul Blart. Yep. <laughs> yes, with Paul Blart. Uh, my son, my youngest son, my four-year-old, watches this movie religiously. He's probably listening to me right now talk about him. Really? Yes, loves this movie. Is it loves good? This movie. He was home with the flu for an entire week, and I kid you not that this movie was on every single day, maybe twice a day. Loves That's this crazy. Love. Did it. you like it? I did like it. Well, I feel like I can <laughs> recite lines from it. Cause, like, I'm not gonna say draft day is the answer to the qu- this question, but I like draft day. I usually watch it every year around the draft. Yes, I enjoy draft day. It's not is bad. It, is it realistic? No. no, no. But it was enjoyable. No. Yeah. So the the Paul Blart movie is on the screen right now. 
There was uh, some oh, trade. Go little ahead. Giants. Yeah, Little Giants was really good. It might actually be the best. <laughs> when the kid talks out of his butt. Yeah. <laughs> it gets me every time. Like, 11, 12-year-old Adam, like, still cries over that. Like, it just it just kills me every single time. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> 11, 12-year-old, and also 38-year-old or whatever you are. Yes. 3-9. Uh, uh-oh. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh-oh. All right, well, that's fun. I always like doing a, a Q&A. Um, our next episode will come to you from Florida. How about that? Special guest. The owner's meetings are next week. We will have a special guest for you. Um, it has been a few years since we've been to an owner's meetings because of the pandemic. would have been in 2019 in Phoenix. Remember who we talked to at that one? Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Yeah, that was when we had Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. Matt on Nagy together. was a jeans and flip flops guy. Yep. Yes, and that would have been that's so long ago that that would have been just months after they were in the playoffs, the 2018 season. A lot has changed since then. That's how long it's been since we've been to an owners meeting. Ryan Pace at that NFL owners meetings was named the Sporting News NFL Executive of the Year by his peers. What you're saying is we killed that era of Bears football. Oh, yeah. It was all downhill from there. All right. It's our fifth coaching staff, everybody. Third general manager. That's depressing. All right. Well, we will be in Florida at the owners' meetings uh, next week, so we will have a special episode for you uh, from there. And uh, quite frankly, since it doesn't look like we're going to see the sun in Chicago for like two months, I'm I'm okay going to Florida for a few days. Packing shorts. Nice. All right, well, we'll talk to you then. You can follow us on Twitter, at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Read him on The Athletic, theathletic.com, slash Hogan Johns, where you go to subscribe. You can find me at allchgo.com. And again, we have a show every day, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Please check it out. Uh, And shirts, obvious shirts, hats, sweatshirts. We got it all for you. The merch is up, obviousshirts.com. Please check that out as well. Subscribe on YouTube, the Hogan Johns channel. And... You know, you could go there and see if you could read the questions that Johns cannot read today. It's a challenge. See ya. Anyway, uh, who cares? <laughs>